Hi, so today I just decided to record my first podcast um, just to encourage someone today. Um, this has been the last two weeks or two weeks and a half have been challenging. Um, it felt like I was in, in a boxing ring and what I realize is that we have become so numb around the idea that we have an enemy. The Bible is so specific in saying that Satan prowls around day and light looking for whom to devour. And if you think about it, Satan does not seek to devour his own because they belong to him so who is his target um who is his target his target is believers his target is sons and daughters of the almighty god who have seen the light and when we are not guarded when our spiritual walls are down because we are not spending enough time in prayer we are not paying attention to those Things that keep our spirit man alive, lit, and nourished, like devotion, spending time in the presence of God, being still in the presence of God, um, seeking Jesus throughout the day as easily as we breathe. We find ourselves that we start to run and grow weary. We start to worry. We start to carry burdens we're not supposed to carry. Somebody told me this week about carrying false burdens. Um, the Bible says that, cast all your burdens unto me and I will take care of them. And then Jesus goes off, you know, and then the Bible says, you know, um, his yoke is easy and burden is light. So if the burden is heavy, what's the problem? The problem is that you are carrying a burden that you are not supposed to carry in the first place. It's a burden that Jesus is supposed to carry. Hence, that's why he says, cast all your burdens unto me and I will take care of them. And then he says that the righteous will run and not grow weary. So every time you find yourself growing weary, I encourage you to stop and ask yourself, like if the Bible says, I will run and not grow weary, why am I growing weary? So when you begin to ask yourself why, you will start to realize that, oh, I have shifted. I'm no longer anchored in the Lord. I am relying in my own understanding. And the Bible says, do not rely on your own understanding in all of your ways. Acknowledge me. So what we do sometimes, we categorize our, you know, our burden, so to speak, there are those burdens that we think they're too mundane. Therefore, you know what? I can go at this by myself. I don't need Jesus on this one. And there are those burdens that we believe, okay, fine. These are Jesus burdens. So I'm going to surrender these to Jesus. But the rest I'm going to hold on to. Um, this I can take care of. So the thing, the thing about that is that there is not a single second of our lives that is not um, exposed to Jesus. Like the Bible says, he's omnipresent. In him, we live, we move and have our being. We live, move and have our being. So that means that every second of our lives matters to him. Every activity matters to him, be it great or small. It matters to him because he is the one that sits on the driver's seat, not ourselves. So 
we should develop a habit to just check ourselves daily, check ourselves hourly, check ourselves, um, you know, weekly, like, okay, fine, I'm going to take inventory of my week. What is it that I have decided to carry that I'm not supposed to carry? Um, and every time you feel overwhelmed, why am I feeling overwhelmed? What am I carrying that I'm not supposed to carry? And what you do is that you take all of those things to the Lord in prayer. He says, do not worry about anything by prayer and supplication. Make your request known to God. So we don't do that. We decided, you know what, this headache, that's, I can deal with that. I'm just going to buy paracetamol and I'm, I'll handle it. Um, but it's the collection of small things that we gather along the way that eventually fill up the basket. And this bus- basket begins to become um, heavy. And and the devil gets excited. He's like, oh, wait a minute. And I was losing sight of um, of Jesus, uh, the burden carrier. Um, now, let's just let's just keep on filling stuff up on her on her in her basket. Rather, let's give her something that seems small. But later, uh, when it is multiplied with everything else that she's already carrying, it's going to be heavy. Yeah. So. We need to get to a place where every minute, every hour, we are checking ourselves. The thoughts that are coming into our minds, the, the, the anxiety, um, and what is, what is feeding, what is breeding, um, what, you know, what is breeding underneath, what is bubbling under, and, and what, what is bubbling under. And because whatever it is that is bubbling under, it is birthing this anxiety. It is birthing this worry. It is birthing this sleepless nights. It's birthing this, oh, catastrophizing, like, oh, everything is going to go wrong. I'm so used to it. This week is a week from hell. Oh, this is a blue Monday. Nothing ever goes right with me. I start well and never finish strong. And the devil's like, yep, yep, yep. Okay, 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 you're doing good. You're doing good. Because the devil knows that he can't touch you except by permission, right? And sometimes we volunteer to do his dirty work in our lives because of how careless we are um, as far as our thoughts are concerned, as far as our, our, our profession is concerned. So we need to actively engage and in, in a boxing exercise, boxing out and punching those, those thoughts, punching those things that are trying to intrude and set up, um, you know, camp in our mind, these toxic deposits, we can never underestimate the work of Satan. So that's why the Bible says, hold every thought captive, which exalt itself against the knowledge of God. You know, so we need to hold every thought captive. We need to be in a position where we are recognizing what is coming in and what is going out. What are we saying um, and what are we not saying? Is this, does this thought line up with the word of God? Does this thought line up with productivity, con- construction, or is it destruction? Does this thought line up with Satan's agenda, or does this line up with God's agenda? So we need to be in a position whereby we are no longer caught of God. We are no longer subjected to... Um, you know, to the pettiness of Satan because of the things that we consume, because of the things that we meditate on. Some, some of us meditate 
on worry. We meditate on worst case scenarios. We meditate on everything horrible. It takes the same amount of energy to meditate on, 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 on the word of God or and on positive thoughts as it does uh, negative negativity. So you have to choose if, if thinking positive thoughts is hard and then, you know, obviously thinking negative, negative thoughts is also very hard. So you have to choose your heart, at least choose a heart that is going to lead to goodness, that is going to lead to refreshment, that is going to lead to growth, as opposed to staying in the mud, choosing a heart that is just going to make your life even harder. So what am I saying? What I'm saying is that we have three things that we need to be mindful of. In this world, John 16, 33, you will have tribulation, but that's my favorite part. But behold, I have overcome the world. And that's, those are Jesus words. I mean, the one who died on the cross, he says, I have overcome the world. I have overcome the troubles. I have overcome the diseases. I have overcome. I have overcome. So we need to be reminded that every time we are confronted with a situation that is unpleasant because we live in a broken world, things will happen. We just need to remember that he said he has overcome the world. And we hold on to the overcomer. We hold on to his overcoming nature. We hold on to his overcoming word. We profess the overcoming word instead of dwelling and endorsing the script of Satan on our, over our lives. So it's a choice. And number two, we have power over our own mind. We are not victim to the thoughts. The thoughts don't rule you. The thoughts don't, they are not the boss of you. You are the boss of your thoughts. So you can decide to get rid of those intrusive thoughts. You can decide like, you know what? I've had enough. I'm not dealing with this anymore. Like Satan, you are a liar. I'm going to silence you. But since my word does not intimidate you, I know the word of one that causes you to tremble because at Calvary, when he bled everything that you have attempted Oh, attempted against my life, attempted um, towards me. It, it it fell. It died. Calvary fixed it. So I'm going. I'm not going to address you um, in my own power. Because in my weakness, his power is made perfect. So I'm going to look to Jesus. I'm going to plead the blood of Jesus. I'm going to speak the word of Jesus over my situation, over my circumstances, over my mind. You no longer have residence or permission or a visa to enter my mind. You're, you are hereby forever evicted. The only thing that dwells in my mind is a script from the Lord. Because I know you are relentless, I am going to set up a spiritual wall around my mind through the word of God, professing the word of God, drenching in worship, laying at the feet of Jesus daily. So when I come out of that space, there is nothing you can do or say that will affect me, my mind or anything concerning me. Because in Psalm 91, the Bible says that he commands his angels concerning me. So when I cry out to God, you best 
believe there is an army that is rallying in heaven, descending on my behalf. And the Bible says in the book of Psalms that when the righteous cry for help, that the Lord hears and saves them from their troubles. So here, guess what? You might have come at me yesterday. You might have told me last week that you are, you've got me backed to a corner. But today I rise up in victory. I rise up in Christ. I rise up in Jesus. I stand on his unfailing word. And I am going to veto every diabolical plan against my life, against my mind, against my family. You are no longer welcome. You no longer have a say. Your voice is not valid. The only voice that is valid is the voice of God, the voice of light, not the voice of darkness. For a moment, I was weak. For a moment, I felt like I was going to surrender. But the greater one lives in the inside of me. I just needed to remember that. So even when you turn up the heat, you know what? It's okay because there is a fourth man in the fire. And I'm not going to focus on your mess. You can use Nebuchadnezzar, even the 21st, 20, 20th century, 21st century Nebuchadnezzar. Bring it on because my God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same way he showed up for Shadrach, Meshach, and, Meshach and Abednego. He's showing up for me in this fire. So turn up the heat if you must. But one thing is for sure, not a single hair on my head is going to be touched. So what do you do? You rise up to establish your legal right and dominion over your life, over your territory, over your family, over your business, over everything concerning you. Because he said, whatsoever, the Bible says, whatsoever you bind on earth, it is bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth, it is loosened in heaven. So what we do most of the time is that we forget that we are a people of Ephesians 6, 10 to 18. We have the armor of God that is available. And there is nothing, nothing that intimidates, nothing that can undermine the armor of God. Because you know what? He is a God of gods, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He is the Prince of, the Prince of peace, the mighty God, the holy one, the, the lion of the tribe of Judah. That's the one who fights our battles. So I implore you today, do not give in. The, the devil will come. That's what he does. That's his job. He's not confused about his job description. He's not confused about who he is. He will attempt to come at you with anything. He's such a desperate, desperate spirit that he will use anything that he can to try and disturb your peace, to try and make you look like you're vulnerable, to try and make you feel like you're vulnerable, to try and make you feel like you are losing, to try and make you feel like you are nothing, to try and make you feel like you are not worthy, to try and make you feel like you're not capable, to try and make you feel like you, you're not qualified enough, you are not good enough, you are not beautiful enough, you are not smart enough, you're not eloquent enough, you're not put together enough. But one thing that we have to understand is that God who answers by fire, he is God. And there is nothing that the enemy can set against you that will prevail because the Bible says no weapon formed against you by the enemy shall prosper. No way. A thousand may fall at your feet, 10,000 at your right side, but none shall come nigh thee. And that's a promise. And the Bible says in the book of Numbers 23 that he's not a man that he should lie and his word never returns void. So what, 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 what is our position? Our position is not looking at the circumstances, not listening to the naysayers, not listening to, the, to Satan's little minions. Your position is to be anchored. Anchored in the Lord, anchored in the Lord, meditating on his word day and night because it is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Do not rely on your own script, not rely on Pinterest, rely on the unfailing word of God. 
rely on the word of God, that the word that conquered death at Calvary. Rely on that because that's the only most, that's the only potent weapon on this earth to be able to veto the devil's diabolical plan. So today I just like to encourage you, if you've been feeling low like I was last week, if you've been feeling, you know, like you are pushed and back to a corner, you rise up and you dust your feet and you, 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 you tell Satan that, oh, you thought you got me. You did not know that when I am low, he, the Christ is strong in me. That's what you didn't know. But right now you are bluffing. I am not bluffing because I know that he says the last word because he said he has overcome the world. Therefore, this situation is under my feet. The, the, this, this narrative is changing. Every critic is silenced in the name of Jesus because the word has a definition of who I am. It, 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 my identity is not in what people say. My identity is not in what people do for me. My identity is not, is not where I come from. My identity is not the country that I live in. My identity is in Christ, the immovable Christ, the creator of heaven and earth. So today, if you are feeling low, it's okay. Just know that when you are low, you are in you are in victory because he his power is strong in you. Today, when you feel like you are not worthy, it is okay because he says you are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of your heavenly Father. If somebody tells you that you are not good enough, as you, you know, you just you know what that's your opinion. But one thing I know is that God said, "Let us make Anna. Let us make." Julie, in our own image, in the image of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine that? You are made in the image of the triune God. So there is nothing, nothing anyone walking on two legs can do to, 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 to undermine this, this, this that, that which the Bible says of you. The only reason you will feel undermined, the only reason you'll feel back to a corner, is because you will have given men the position that God is supposed to have in your life. So I encourage you today that rise up, dust your feet, wipe your tears, straighten your back, because you know that the greater one lives in the inside of you. He is a mighty warrior and mighty in battle, and he doesn't lose. You are blessed and highly favored. You are beautiful, fearfully, and wonderfully made in the image of your Heavenly Father. And everything that God has for you will be for you, no matter who and what goes or shapes itself against you. You are more than an overcomer and a conqueror. And this is not just a saying, it's the truth. I remember um, King Jehoshaphat and his men. They were surrounded by a multitude in Second Chronicles 20. They thought they were finished. All they had to do was lift up their hands towards heaven and their enemies turned against each other and King Jehoshaphat and his people collected the plunder. So you know what? There is an army rising up. God is your defender. He's a father to the fatherless and a defender of the widow. That's who he is. He reigns and he reigns in victory. So be encouraged today. It, you, in this, there is a time for everything under the sun. There will be low moments in this life. There will be high moments in this life. But never assume just because you are in a season where it feels like it's really low. Never assume that God is not with you in Jesus. He is with you. 
Jesus is with you all every day, every hour. He said, I will never leave you, never forsake you. So do not focus on the circumstances. Peace be still. Yes, speak peace over your life. Speak peace over your environment, over your workplace, over your children, over your mind. Speak peace over your relationships. Speak peace over your work. Speak peace over your ministry. Speak peace over everything. You can speak peace. And this is not the peace that like the man, like man gives you. This is the peace that is generated from the Prince of Peace himself, the mighty God, the Holy One. Depend on him. Trust him. Draw your strength from him and in him. And you will know that you are going to rise up and soar on wings of eagles because, you are pro because that's what the word says. You will be like the cedar in Lebanon. Come on. So today... You are beautiful, you are handsome, you are strong even when you feel weak. There is light even when it feels dark because he is with you. And be encouraged in this. Read your Bible, pray, meditate, meditate not on problems, meditate on the word, meditate not on fear, meditate on, on peace. Meditate on that which is good. Fill your mind with goodness and never allow the enemy to set up camp in your mind. Never allow the enemy to set up camp around you and silence every minion of Satan. You oppose them with the truth of God every time they come at you with the devil's foolishness. So you know what? You are amazing. You are blessed. You are capable. You are able. And I pray that you will experience the reviving, refreshing, rejuvenating re power of the Holy Spirit. I pray that this will be your portion today, tomorrow, every day every week so this was an impromptu podcast please ignore the mistakes if there's anything that you feel like oh my god what is she saying i pray that it will fall on deaf ear only that which is of god will fall on fertile ground in your mind in your heart and in your spirit so that you may be revived so that you may be replenished I pray this over your life today. Peace over your life. Peace over your mind. Peace over your circumstances. Peace over your spirit. Peace over everything concerning you. Peace and more abundantly. Peace and peace and peace and more peace like you've never experienced before. God loves you. Bye.